All right, everybody, welcome to this week's uh, new episode. Um, I know they're coming out a lot, but you got to remind me, or you got to remember, I am trying to catch up. So you're going to be seeing about a couple uh, posts throughout this next uh, week or so, and that's just us catching up. Hopefully by the 26th, we are just back to our regular schedule, which should be every Sunday. We'll get a new episode, and I hope you guys enjoy it. But I, I think, had a blast watching this one because this is a cult classic it we're getting everything uh that uh started off with a lot of horror genre and there's really cool things that we can kind of discuss about it again we're watching this you're we're going to be discussing it here with your buddy geo that's me and uh it was just, it, it's a classic. It's Silence of the Lambs. Uh, we get Jane Foster, Anthony uh, Hopkins, uh, which portrays a serial killer very well. And then just other stuff that we're going to be discussing that I kind of notated that I thought was very, like, interesting now that, um, you know, time has passed and this, this uh, movie has been out for a very long time. Um, but it's a classic. So there's going to be a lot of things um, that I'm going to say that you should know um phrases that you should uh know that a lot of people always repeat because those are the phrases that have been very iconic uh to this movie but uh let's go ahead and get started and uh let's uh, get that theme song on there Now, before I continue, um, if you guys haven't been listening to the other ones, last episode, I kind of discussed that I am looking for a co-host. So if you're looking at um, this and you're like, oh, shoot, I would love to co-host with Gio and be with him and discuss these movies and get deep into the, the nitty gritty of the, these type of, of, of genre hit me up uh there's kind of different ways but you can just send me an email geo gio savedra 19 at gmail.com put the title podcast host so that way i know what's going in and out um and um if the other way is through instagram which is just my at geos underscore thoughts send me a dm and let me know hey i'm interested and kind of Give me a background of why you think we we could really hit it off uh, with making this really good. If not, you're always going to see me, so stay tuned for that. <laughs> All right, so now on to the movie, right? I love the fact how they revealed a lot of things in this movie, and I'm not sure. We're going to be going back, back into like a lot of classic horror films within the 80s, 90s, I think some 70s. But we're going to be seeing a lot. Um, but I love how uh, they placed a lot of the camera to kind of tell you things. And the first thing I like I noticed was like you see Jane Foster, uh, who plays Clarice, right? Uh, and... Um, she's running through the woods and then someone says hey you know Clarice you need to you're being called and right when it like when she says okay and she walks away 
it like zooms into the guy's face and then that right there you see the FBI sign on his hat which I was like oh my gosh it, you, did you have to be that clear that she was in the FBI like couldn't it have been just mentioned so I thought that was pretty funny and if you're not used to it with a lot of movies back in the day it's called product placement right uh so like for example uh <laughs> let's say I, I'm, I'm thirsty i'm gonna get a drink so i come up i grab my drink and i just like show the the wording on the camera and then take a drink and then just continue talking and for everybody listening i just took a drink off my sparkling ice water cherry limeade really delicious um they're not a sponsor but i'm just saying really delicious but that's how product placement is right you just see it so i thought it was just very hilarious that they did that um to state that she was in the fbi rather than maybe her walking into the building that said fbi you know they just got the hat um (laughs) so what i thought was very interesting is that we we get kind of this movie that probably was gathering a lot of information from the fbi because uh they want to figure out how to catch this serial killer and in order to 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 figure that out they needed to interview the serial killers they had caught and that are in um, prison and they just want to get into their mind to figure out exactly what they were thinking or how they could how this uh, new serial killer could be caught like what, what were his mannerisms that these people will divulge and because we're from the U.S. and we somehow are so fanatic with uh, these serial killers that we create document and documentaries and documentaries and documentaries and thousands of things. I watched all the documentaries like with uh, Ted Bundy. I haven't watched everything else yet. Like if you're going to ask me, have I watched the one with, um, oh my gosh, uh, it'll come back to me with the guy who, who was eating human flesh. Um, Manson, was it? I don't know. Well, one of them, but um, but as for for the things, but like I saw Ted Bundy's, and I thought it was very interesting how catching him after a long time, um, catching him and then realizing that they had another serial killer on the loose, they are like, hey, let's interview him and see if he can help us out, and they would go and interview him and kind of give him like the case to case and and let him lead because you know serial killers or or these people that are kind of like uh narcissistic want to be the leaders so they were trying to like manipulate in a way to get them to give uh to get clues to find this other new serial killer which i thought was very interesting and i loved how they displayed it with um hannibal lecter because he was like someone very intelligent. He was, you know, a a professor. He uh, did psychology, so he had a lot of this background. And I loved how he like diverted their questions. Which, if you looked at Bundy's, uh, he would do the same thing, right? He would change the subject. He would revert the questions, or he would try to get gain something out of it and things like that. So I thought it was it was pretty cool that they that they were displaying what they were doing um, back from the 70s and 80s and all that stuff, and they just made a movie of it. I'm not sure if it coincides with the book from Hannibal Lecter, like the Silence of the Lamb, the book that that actually is based on, um, but I thought it was pretty cool in the movie. They kind of displayed that. And so 
going into it, I loved, I loved uh, learning about that because one of my favorite shows was Criminal Minds, and the whole behavioral analysis unit or the BAU and how that all started was basically them interviewing all these serial killers that that had been caught and figuring out what was in their mind right and so now they create now that now they have a whole unit and they focus on all these things and i'm not sure if the u.s is the only one that has serial killers because i swear we have like a list like i think we're pretty close you know what i think in adam's family too family values they even make like a joke about having like trading cards (laughs) which i thought was hilarious but they have trading cards of all of them so i feel like maybe we have a lot more than other countries but if you're from like a different country and you're listening to this uh let me know if you probably also have serial killers not sure if you display them as the u.s does but if you don't well good because they shouldn't be displayed anyway i think uh back to this i think the 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 most messed up part of them choosing uh clarice was two reasons that they kind of stated like well do you know why he chose like i think one of them said you know why you were chosen and she's like no or maybe i'm skilled and they're like no one you're a woman and two you're pretty which i thought was kind of messed up but again we're talking about 80s we're talking about still that uh uh paternalistic kind of type of view where uh, the only reason why uh, a woman was getting a job was due to her looks rather than her skill right which if you looked at the way she really gathered her information i think her skill was really good i think the the people that said that were just jealous that they weren't on the case or they weren't being called up same thing right being petty so i thought that was pretty cool that she actually portrayed that she had that that skill not just because she was pretty or because because she was a woman right um but we got to we got to talk about the iconic scene. The iconic one of the iconic scene is when he talks about uh his uh when he said the last person who asked me a question, he's like I ate his liver with fiber beans and a nice chianti. <laughs> and then does the I can't even do it right now, but it's like <laughs> it's such a classic and if you the only reason why you kind of know that noise or or stuff like that is because of uh, The Office. Uh, let me reiterate your mind with uh, how Dwight defaces of, uh, of like those uh, CPR mannequins, <laughs> puts it on his face and says, Clarice, and then does the... It's so funny how they parodied it, but... It's just it's it's just a really good line, and for us Marvel fans, we know that um, She Hulk kind of parry not parry is it, but kind of says it when she's gonna go see uh, the Abomination, and she's like, "Well, is he gonna, uh, you know, serve me uh, liver with fiber beans and a nice candy?" And they just like give her a look, and I'm not sure if they didn't like recognize it, but I feel like. That was pretty clever because it was almost the exact same kind of scenario. She was walking in, one woman, legal, going in to talk to some big, scary uh, person, right? And obviously, Hannibal Lecter wasn't a big, 
big scary person, but his way of talking to people, like his manipulative way, I think made him really big and and scary. Now, one of the grossest things I saw that even to me was gross that she got jizz on her face. That was so gross. That was so gross. Like, I, and I'm not sure that if it, it, it's just me. I think that was the, the grossest thing ever. And I think he got he got what what was what was coming to to him. Right. I think Hannibal Lecter really made him pay. Not sure how he ended up dying, but I'm not sure if he killed himself or like talked his way into just killing himself. I don't know. He was very good in being manipulative. But I'm glad he got it because I think that was like the grossest part ever and glad that that ended the way it did. Um, the good part about her doing all this is I'm glad she was getting paid because there was a lot of things she did that I I was amazed that she was doing. Like if I wasn't getting paid, I one wouldn't go to an abandoned uh not garage storage center to find clues right like there would be no way i would step somewhere there if i was not getting paid so i'm glad she was like oh no i'm gonna be doing this and i'm getting paid for it like cool like that's that's like that's the good part about it (laughs) i just i don't know she had she had a lot of guts maybe i don't have too many guts on that but i think it was really good that she she was like following the clues and trying to figure things out and went to the locations to to find it. Now, I am a very service, uh, like servicial, serviceful, someone who likes to 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 help out and, and, and commit service. But every time I see these uh, movies, it kind of reminds me we got to be super careful, you know, because. We get this girl who's walking in and sees that someone's struggling to put their couch or into their into the bed, right? Or not bed, into their car, the bed of their car, right? And she was just like, hmm, maybe I should struggle and give it. He did like put like he had a fake like broken arm. But still, it's like, I don't know. It's It's dark. It's in the middle of the night. I don't even know who you are. Like, I think we need to kind of pay attention to who our neighbors are but the fact that she was just like nope i am gonna help this dude and and end up being the serial killer you know buffalo bill it i think it was just like it, it reiterated to me you know what just you know get out of your car get your stuff go directly to your house now if you have a garage you're safe you're good right um close the garage really quick turn off the car go inside Right, kind of just keeping it safe. But for everybody that doesn't, I'll say think twice. I'm not saying like don't help, but I'm just saying think before helping. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Like be of service, but not of service. I don't know. Think that. Think that through. But for me, I was just like, man, that's this, this is a good lesson of why we probably shouldn't help people like random people who are struggling. <laughs> In the middle of the night, at least in the middle of the night, during the day, yeah, you could take some precautions, but there's a lot more like people awake and moving around. So I don't think you're going to get caught as much, but I feel like if you do it at night, 
a lot of people are already in their house. No one really is outside, so it doesn't really matter. And so I think that's just being precautious is one of the things that works. (laughs) So now what I've kind of reverting into that. So now that girl got caught. Now we go into the thing that I think is kind of ridiculous, but always happens. And that is when someone who has a lot of money or power or are in a position of power are able to then make a bargaining or like they end up always bargaining with the serial killers to be able to get the the gain or whatever they want. So the girl that was taken was the daughter of the governor. And so the governor and them were, were the, the husband and all them were, were willing to, to let Hannibal Lecter out and, and do all this and that to be able to find the daughter quicker or quickly. Right. And, all because they're desperate, right? And I and I know back then, technology and everything else was with way out of its line, like way out of its line. It wasn't even going to get anywhere close to what uh, them being able to locate the person because so far they've had they had what, like five or six uh, deaths already, right? So they've already had women disappear and be killed and found in in the manner that they were found and so i think the the desperateness of them are like no we don't want this to happen to our daughter so let's let's actually bargain so you know you get um clarice who's trying to include him into like include hannibal lecter into into the case and kind of helping ish him out like they weren't going to give him too much um power like too much bargaining power like he was he was still going to get some benefit but not like in a lot and then and then just one instance he's out of his cage he's getting transferred somewhere else he's going all this why because these people with power and money were like we need we need you and in the end he ends up escaping right he's he just all right i got my opportunity i'm about to escape so again, the the way that people become too desperate always leave an opening for people who are a lot more manipulative and, and smarter in a way to get what they want, right? So I think because you have that power, you shouldn't abuse it. But again, we're living in a world where they always will abuse it, so... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to make that as clear as possible. But anyway, we always end up bargaining with these killers because we're desperate. Right? And that happens in the movies and probably happens in real life, hence why it's in the movies, right? It, we there's a reason why these stories are made and and these movies are created because it's happened and someone says, "Hmm, this would be perfect to display in a movie. No one's going to believe it's true, but we know it's true." Right? Um then we get to meet Buffalo Bill. You know, I think it, it was really good to see how this actor really got into the role. 
I love the iconic. It puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again, right? He really emphasizes it, right, to dehumanize the 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 character he has, the the the, the poor girl that he has in that like um, that well. And so, <laughs> but I just love it. You know, she's crying, she's crying. It puts the lotion, you know, and then he just was like. Um, I'm gonna try not to swear, but he's like, he's like, put the lotion back in the fucking pot in in, in the basket, you know. Like he gets so. <laughs> I thought it was so funny, like how he just said it. Like I think he was just, he just wanted to get his way, and I think that was that was it. But I think it was, it's really uh, iconic that again that it puts its lotion on its skin or gets the hose again, is the iconic saying of it so like i'm guessing at that like i said cold classic brings a lot of those type of uh phrases and this one had it so now we get into the part where this dude is really de- deranged right because he has him put lotion on because and this is like way before all the trans stuff every everything and then he he's creating a a suit for him to wear so we're we're talking about like procedures that these uh people go who identify for uh, a different gender and the surgical procedures they go this guy just like went out of the park <laughs> and instead of saying like oh i'm gonna get a surgery and again this is like the 80s so there weren't many doctors doing these type of surgeries or and if they were i think you just needed the funds. So if you don't have the funds, guess what? You have to kind of live in the condition you're in, right? But he was creating a suit and he would only cut the specific pieces that he needed to create that suit. And so one, he was, I guess he worked with a tailor or or a uh, lady who created dresses and stuff like that. So he kind of knew how to create and, and sew and all that stuff. So I, th- I just think that was really extreme. But again, maybe he didn't have the funds. He believed that uh, he deserved to have a suit. And in order, in order to do that, it, um, he has to create it. And... That's crazy. See, and I think the first time, because I, I didn't watch this movie. I believe I watched this movie after I had watched Jeepers Creepers. And we're going to be watching Jeepers Creepers uh, this year as it's going to be our, our summer series, right? Where everything's happening throughout, you know, beautiful, nice, sunny, sunny summer day, right? But in Jeepers Creepers, there's a part at the end and spoilers alert if you haven't watched it. But for those who hate horror films, I'm giving you a heads up so you don't get scared when it happens. But at the end of the uh, of it, he's uh, skinned the boy. And I believe he eats the insides. I really don't know. It doesn't really show. But anyway, he, skinned, he has skinned the boy. And then it, he like puts his eyes where like the, the face is like, kind of like... Um, like if he had created a suit, but not suit, but he like had skin, skinned it and put the skin on it or like, you know what I mean? But he put his eyes where his eyes are supposed to be. And so you're like, holy cow. Right. So you see that. 
And that kind of, for me, made a little bit of sense because he just skinned the boy. So it was just the same skin of the boy he just killed. But this guy, like, had killed five women and still wasn't done with his suit. I think he was maybe on the last one when it was when he picked up the the daughter. So I don't know. However, I loved uh, how they were getting close to finding him. And I believe um, this movie was one of the first that did that type of switch that you think they're all at the same place. But then you end up realizing that they're not. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and take a break. And then we will go a little bit further and discuss just how the ending actually really worked. And just how Lecter was able to escape. Because <laughs> I think that was that was pretty insane. And so let's go ahead and go on a break. All right. So let's talk about this. This uh, serial killer was caged up in a very open concept location. And he already had planned everything. I just want to know how he was able to get it like a hold of the pen. Because once he had that, like once he saw the pen, he was still strapped up. But there had like, I don't know, there had to be a one second moment he grabbed it. And anyway, so he planned his escape and I thought was pretty intelligent because I didn't I I knew he was going to escape, but I had forgotten how he escaped. I had like different perspectives of it. So the fact that he killed one of them, obviously that had to happen. But I thought he had killed the officer at first and like did a number on his face, right? And then you get all the cops realizing, like, holy cow, I think he's about to escape. And then they get the guy who's dressed up in the cop, and I'm going to say this because if you watched it with me, we already know. But you get, you know, the guy who who is like, oh, the cop's alive, let's get him out of here. And they roll him out. And try to find, you know, Lecter. And they think he's on top of the the elevator. And they're like, oh my gosh, he's up there. And they do everything possible to get him. And then when they realize that the person that's on top of the elevator is not Lecter. It's actually the, the cop. And then the greatest reveal that he removes the face mask, right? Like the mask that he skinned off, put on his face to make it look like he got injured. Takes it off. And then kills everybody and then or kills everybody that was in the ambulance and then leaves. Which goes back to the case that he was so important to this case. He was the the, the one that they needed help to catch Buffalo Bill. And when he escaped, everyone's like, he's gone. And then just left it like that. Like there was no news of that. Every anybody being like, "Hey, we're still trying to find him." Like any clues or anything like that. Or Clarice, if he calls you, like nothing, no word. All, all you know, like they just briefly stay. Like can't believe he's gone. 
I'm like, this guy was so important to you guys. You guys had him like in a maximum prison. Took him out because of these uh, idiots in power. And then he escaped. And it's like, no, well, we got to catch Buffalo Bill first. Then we'll try to find Lecter. And it's like, well, hello. You should be doing both. Like, I think you have enough manpower to find both. But anyway, they focus on Buffalo Bill because I guess he was the one killing currently, even though Lecter already killed. Anyway, so back to the switch, right? And I got to remember, I think, like, again, we're going to go through a lot of other movies. So if there's one earlier than this date, then great. But I believe this movie was the first one that did the whole switch. So you get everybody saying, we found where he is. We're going to go get him. And, you know, Clarice, you helped us out a lot. You keep doing what you're doing on your end. You're in a small little town. We know 100% he's not in that town. We're going to go get him. And then you see them approaching the, the house. You see her approaching a house, right? So she's in this small little town. And, like, at the same time, you just see that, you know, the door's being rung. So you're like, oh, no, like, they rung the doorbell. She rung the door. You're like, you're just seeing all this. And all of a sudden, they knock in and realize the house is empty. There's no one there. And then you flip. And then you see Clarice in front of the killer. Right? Classic, classic switch. I love that. I, I Like, again, if this was the first one, it... it based a lot of other shows other movies that do the same type of thing but i thought it was really cool and then you're like oh shoot is she gonna survive what's gonna happen and i love the fact that at least the director was like <gasps> clarice you know like i don't i don't they didn't make it in time 100 percent. they didn't make it in time like I, they were all the way in new york and she was in like some other place like four or five hours away so we know 100 percent they didn't make it on time so she had to deal with this on her own. But I love how she caught really quick who he was at that moment and knew that she had to, you know, protect uh, herself and, you know, knew that she was with the, the suspect. Now, to the suspect, I forgot something. And I have it, I have it in my notes that I thought was the, the most hilarious thing. <laughs> We get the girl that is inside, uh, you know, that is, is caught right now by Buffalo Bill. And she is smart enough to find a way to get his dog to take a bite of the bone and get dragged inside the well. And then she's like, I'm going to kill your dog if you don't let me out. And he's like, let go of my dog. So even serial killers have weaknesses. Or at least their animal is their weakness. <laughs> so I thought it was funny because it was like this small, like what, Pomeranian? I don't know what type of dog that was, but it was like a small little guy. And he's like, let go of my dog. And he starts freaking out and takes out the gun, like wanting to kill her because he has her dog. <laughs> I thought that was so funny because I was like, man, he's really going crazy over his dog. Um, so now we get that opportunity to see that, yeah, in reality, he had feelings per se but anyway i'm glad clarice found him and then she was able to to get to the point where she was going to stop him right um but before we we get even to all that of him being stopped the part that he's 
dancing. Like so, before the 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 dog gets caught, and before he even answers the door, he's dancing with like this, like fake wig, like skin wig on his head, and dancing all around. I, that was a crazy scene. Like it, I I felt like, oh my gosh, how is this happening? And no one's catching him. Like, will he get caught? Will this ever like end? It was just crazy and just to see how he was just overtaken by his you know uh his mental instability like i just felt like that was pretty crazy to see how he did that and uh, i'm glad how the ending worked because it was pretty it was it was good i'm not sure if they wanted him alive maybe to figure out why he did things even though we kind of got a, a gist of it mainly because um when they discussed why he would do something like that or or things like that they it, a lot of the discussion was that he thinks that he's a woman or he believes that he he's supposed to be looking in a different way something like that so anyway he gets shot which I thought was pretty good. Like she had really good instincts. Again, she was chosen for her skill, and that's why I thought the people that were petty were like, "You're only here because you're a woman and pretty." That's the only reason why Lecter was going to talk to her. He's like, "No, she, she actually really did good to to get into Lecter's mind." Um, even though he he did the best to get into her mind, like she still was able to kind of manage him and be able to kind of get the information they needed. That's the reason why she was able to find. Um, this little town because he was the one who said uh, the only reason why he's doing this is because he's lusting and what do you lust like how do you how do you begin to lust and it's something that you know which I thought was pretty interesting because I didn't really think about it a lot until he said that and I'm like hmm that is true like you only you don't lust something you don't know like you don't covet or no he said not lust but covet sorry but you don't covet something you don't know. Like, you have to know the thing and covet it. And so I like the fact that he said you cover the thing that you most know. And so the first victim was someone that the, that he knew, and that's how she was able to track the little town and all that stuff. So he was still a pretty good help to, to get to the end of this. But I thought what was crazy was that... that uh, and I draw a blank. Hold on. Anyway, I don't remember where I was going with that. I draw. I, I drew a blank on that one. But anyway, it was just very uh, good to be able to to the to, to get to the point that they knew where he was. And I like the fact that she kept in mind because a lot of people weren't really thinking about like the location and stuff like that. But she was the one who brought up that it's got to be a house. It's got to be something that's secluded because you're holding these uh, these uh, hostages for more than a couple days. And then you kill them. So you got to make sure no one's listening, you know. So she had a lot of the gist of it and knew that, hey, this is this is how it's going to be. So I, I feel like she, she was really skilled for the job. And even in the end of killing him, like she was, she was really good at it. And again, this is where the ending was where I'm like, she gets a call. And the person who tells her that you have a call it's her director. And he's like, hey, you have a call. So, one, how does he not know that's Lecter? Or maybe he does and he's just connected to it. I don't know. 
But he's just like, hey, you have a call. She gets the call and it's Lecter. I'm just like, there's, there. how does he not know? And one, again, his, his escape was so nonchalant. No one ever talked about, okay, now that we got Buffalo Bill, now we got to find Clarice. You got to help us find where he is at. No, they're just like, all right, congratulations, you got Buffalo Bill, it's all you, now you're a graduated FBI agent, and now you're going to be working with us again, like, actually be with us instead of being a, a student or or stuff like that, or still in the academy, and there, it was just, like, back to normal life when I'm, like, sitting here, like, uh, hello, you know, Hannibal just escaped, and he he could be out killing people like maybe hopefully you guys don't find it because again back then you guys don't have they had the technology to combine all the the police information together so how are you going to know that that kill is his other than his mo but until you find that out it, it, that's how you get into a rabbit hole <laughs> So, so if you're like, holy cow, Geo, calm down, calm down. That's that's the rabbit hole I get into because I'm just like, how is it possible that the director is just like, hey, you have a call, but don't ask who the person is. Maybe doesn't even recognize the voice. I don't know. Maybe he didn't really care. Or again, he's connected. We may watch the second one. We may not. I am one of those that do not enjoy when move like the sequels come up or the next yeah the sequels come up and the actor is changed i understand circumstances come up and i know that they just want to make the movie so they have to pick whoever will do the movie but when they change like main characters it's, it's so rough for me to kind of go into it so i know the next one which is hannibal uh yeah, I know they switched Clarice out to a different actress, and I'm not saying that she is, she is not a good actress. I'm just saying they had established Clarice as Jane Foster and her character to then get this other character. So I think it may be explained in that one, and I may bring it up into the list maybe next year whenever we get around to it. And if you guys actually send me messages and say, hey, let's actually do it, then I'll do it. Um, but until then, we're going to just leave his escape as, you know, him being off the radar forever. And that's how we end it. And, of course, he's going to go kill the guy that was, you know, mistreating him a lot in the jail cell, which totally understandable. And he does this freaky walk at the end, which I thought was pretty maniacal to do. But it was his character. It was exactly who he was. He was there to kill right and he did what he what he had to do so we end it that's it that's silence of the lambs and again if i haven't repeated this so many times and if i keep repeating many things it's because when i watch something i have to repeat it to get it into your mind right but this is a cult classic that you have to know the words you know, at least those couple phrases that are there but these are the ones that you'll know if someone says it it's because of this movie this movie really started off a lot of good things in the horror genre and and created uh the fear of of the serial killers we already had had multiple serial killers in the u.s so the fact that they kind of portrayed it very, you know at least anthony hopkins portrayed it very well i thought brought out a lot of good fear and like holy cow these guys are 
like mentally unstable for sure. I thought he did really great to do that. Um, and it was very enjoyable and I hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll be going off to, uh, the next episode to be Valentine. So, and, and there's a lot of ones, but it's just Valentine and it has a guy that was on bones. So if you, if you don't know which movie we were talking about, um, I'll be more, uh, clear about it, but it's the guy that it was on bones. And so, and I think angel as well. So he's the one who is in this movie plus other actors, and we're going to just be watching that one to continue on uh, the episodes that we missed during February. Um, but other than that, I thank you guys all for joining, and I will see you guys next time.